The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult your appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. It's uh, Mardi Gras weekend here in uh, St. Louis, and if you're uh, busy reveling down or reveled down in uh, St. Louis, we hope you're uh, nursing that um, uh, sarsaparilla you had yes- yesterday or today or tonight. And um, <laughs> Mardi Gras, it's, it's St. Louis, baby. What you are know, you gonna do? Uh, you know, I've I've never partaked in, in the Mardi Gras festivities. Mardi Gras festivities. It's a lot of fun. I'm always concerned with the big groups and the. Yeah, getting drunk and all yeah. that stuff. That, well, you mean that's yes when you stay later than you should, but early morning stuff. Oh, early morning, you don't have the no. Lights. You're I you're guess you're pretty good. They didn't start yeah. the night before or something. Yeah, but most of those people. But I mean the um, the jambalaya and that stuff, and that's just some good eats. Yeah, that's some, you know I've been here my whole life in yeah. St. Louis, and I probably haven't partaken. It's in a fun a lot of the events. I, I don't think. know if you you age out of it at some point, but. Um, um, my, in my younger years, it was I was the MC of the uh, of the parade for years and years and years. Oh, were you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And where's the parade go? Is it down Market Street? from Bush Stadium to the brewery? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't even know these things. Yeah. You know, I'm and it's, born and raised here, <laughs> right? Uh, but we're we're stuck in the suburbs. We don't really ever make it downtown. Very it's much. it's a fun it's a fun it's a fun day. There's no no two ways about it. I have it. done the St. Patty's Day parade. St. Patty's Day is that, fun. That was a that that's was a fun. fun event. That's 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 uh, in fun. my younger days. But at some point, you grow up and you have to start talking about retirement. And even though <laughs> we were segue there. we were we were young once, uh, now we're. Still Starting to pay more attention to retirement, and that's where the show comes in. When retirement happens, Kevin Lloyd, of course, the owner and founder uh, of a company called Legacy Wealth Advisors, which specializes in retirement. And, of course, we do this show each and every week. February 20th, you've got the seminar. It is right around the corner. We, yeah. I think, what's that, a week from Tuesday here? It is, yeah, right around the corner, and uh, I'm so excited. Uh, I love doing these. And the, the part that I love the most is to be able uh, to help educate uh, people about things that that maybe they heard of um, but don't know how to do. Right. And walking through step by step. You know, first we got to go over the ground rules and, you know, rules with taxes and stuff. And it, it can be kind of boring. And I understand that. But you got to get the foundation down first before we get to the example. And I love walking through step by step through these examples. And these examples are typically real life situations mm-hmm. that we call case studies. And I build these uh, for each year's workshops. And so these are all brand new. This is our first workshop of the year. And the first example that I will walk you through is going to be an example of a married couple getting close to retirement uh, that have savings most of it, like most people, in 401ks, where we've pre-taxed everything going into it, and we know it's all taxable coming out. And how can we get the bulk of our assets, which are 401ks or IRAs, into places that are more tax-efficient, most likely tax-free for us? Are most of your clients have most of their money in their 401k? Well, um, 
In the beginning, yes. Not any longer. When they come in and meet you for the first time. Right. When they come in and meet me, uh, most people save money in the 401ks because, you know, it's easy. Right. You, you deduct it from your paycheck. You're getting the match. If you get a match from your employer, it's out of sight, out of mind. It's so easy. Right. It's much harder to actually write a check out every single month and put it into some sort of retirement or investment vehicle for right. you. So 401ks are very simple. And, you know, now we have where you have 401ks that have the Roth option in them as well. But I still see that many people don't even take advantage right. of the Roth options. Um, and it can get kind of confusing. I, I definitely understand that. But most of them have it all there. And so you have this lifetime of accumulation in products, uh, most likely 401ks and IRAs. And how do I take those assets get them to be tax efficient or tax free for us, but also try to maximize social security. It's one of the things that I think so many people still today really don't understand the real value of what social security really is. And and McGraw, there is three categories still, there's still three categories and people are like, Oh, you got the old rules and you can't do this stuff anymore, Mm -hmm. but you still can kind of three categories. You got your own individual benefits, a husband and a wife. You still have spousal benefits. They look a little different than what they did in the past, but you can still have some form of spousal switching strategies. And then you have a survivor benefit, and a good strategy is going to make use of all three of those categories. And I've seen the difference, McGraw, multiple times of having a bad strategy when it comes to Social Security (coughs) versus having the optimal strategy given your plan be the difference of well over $100,000 of income over your lifetime. I've seen it four, five, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000. And you think about it, I mean, for most people, uh, you're going to be pulling 700 to a million four or so out of Social Security, dependent upon life expectancy. And if you can figure out a way, and this is what we want to try to help our clients, to get it 100% tax-free, it even magnifies that amount yeah. of money even more. And, and we take it for granted, I think. And you think with an asset as big as a million dollars that you should probably plan for it, but most people don't. They take it as soon as you can. Yeah, it's really very interesting. And so that's why uh, um, a lot of people think, oh, um, you're not right for them. But you you work with middle-class people all the time and over the course of savings of their 401k, that's the bulk of their retirement and that's if all your eggs are in that basket or many of them are in that basket, you better be a little particular and you better be a little special in how you treat that one basket. You should. And, and in combination with Social Security and if you've got a pension and, um, you know, it's one thing we could probably talk about today as well is, you know, there still are pensions out there. Right. And right now with the way interest rates are when they're up as much as they are. Um, some of them offer lump sum payments, but the lump sum payment today is less than what it would have been just a few years ago when interest rates were lower. That's interesting. They give you, they, they change the lump sum depending on the interest rate. Yeah, a lot of them are dictated upon where the current interest rates are, if it's the 10-year treasury, the PBGC number. Hmm. Um, so depending upon the factors, but as interest rates start to increase, the amount of money that you need as a lump sum gets smaller. So the lower the interest rate, you need a larger lump sum of money to be able to replace those pension checks. Oh. And I, I find that a lot of advisors, 
and I hate to say this because I don't like making fun of my industry at all, but yes, you do. <laughs> well, I like to call <laughs> things out, you know, and if I do something wrong, you feel free to call me out. I'm perfectly happy with that um, because I should be. Uh, we push people in the way um, a lot of times where it's more beneficial to the advisor than it is the client, because you can always say with a pension lump sum, well, if your wife dies before you, right, and you gave a survivor benefit, okay, you can't redirect the survivor benefit to your kids. And if you die a couple of years later, you lose all that money. Right. So why don't you take this money, lump sum, and not all pensions do it. Why don't you take this lump sum of money, you pull it out here, and then you get to control the money. You get to pick your beneficiary. If your spouse dies before you, then it can go to your kids, right. or you can put it in your trust, or you can give it to a tr charity, but you get to control it. Who doesn't want control? Right. But does that mean that's a good thing for us? Because what if we're pulling that pension out lump sum, and it's not going to replace the income that you would have gotten Right. If you would have just taken it on a monthly basis right. for the rest of both of your lives. Now, there could be some reasons why you do it, even though it doesn't replace it. Uh, maybe the pension wasn't funded properly, your concerns, and maybe it doesn't have some guarantees attached to it, whatever it is. Right. But we still want to make sure that we're doing what's right for us, meaning us, meaning the, the, our listeners, that you do it based upon your plan, not anybody else's plan. And that's why I think it's so important that you are working with a fiduciary. But, I mean, that term's been thrown around so much right. nowadays that yeah. everybody's a fiduciary. Well, it's it's interesting, again, because I think people think, oh, my goodness, I've got to have millions here and millions there and stocks and bonds. and it. But most of the people you work with and most of the people um, come to the table with a nice retirement in their 401K and what's the best way to sort of save it. And that's what the seminar does. And it might not be specific to your exact plan, but it shows you, it gives you an introduction into how your mind works and how your plan works. And even though the numbers might be a little different and it might be a little different here or there, there are many things that are the same and just incorporated into your plan. Yes. And that's why I try to give some sort of case study to walk you through step by step. Um, it's not going to be exactly the same as yours, but there's going to be a lot of similarities. Right. I mean, when you're working in one area, like we do at retirement, you see a lot of similarities. You might have worked for a different company than somebody else, uh, but there's a lot of similarities on where you're saving your money. Uh, the tax code's the same for everybody. Um, it's just some of us use it a little bit better for ourselves than, than others. And, you know, given an example also drums up questions for them based upon, you know, their own situation as well. And so I'll give a few different examples, depending upon the time restraints that uh, yeah. we may or may not have. And you get a ton of questions from the audience. I love questions. Yeah. And I don't mind them stopping in the middle of, of doing it, as long as we don't spend a lot of time on some of these, because a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to hear that person. <laughs> right, question, right, right, right. But, right, but a quick right. question, not a big deal. <laughs> but then afterwards... I wait around, Calvin wait, wait around, uh, my other advisors, they'll wait around and answer any questions that you might have. Um, so that way you're not waiting around for me to answer everybody's questions. Uh, we have multiple people there to help you out afterwards. Um, if you want to, if you don't want to, no big deal. It's a classroom-like setting. February 20th at the office, you got a couple seats left, no cost, no obligation, just, a, just one hour of really good information and a sort of introductory. Great if you are retired and really good if you're getting ready, if you're thinking about retirement, you're coming up approaching uh, retirement because um, you got to start you got to start thinking about this for real. 
And uh, this is a great way to do it. 314-641-1010 or the website whenretirementhappens.com. Okay, let's talk. You want to talk Trump's tax cuts. And we, we often joked when we talked when you talk about health insurance and um, you have clients who say when you brought up the Affordable Care Act, they say, I didn't vote for Obama. And you say, I don't care. It's, <laughs> it's, it's still a benefit for you. You have people who uh, don't like Donald Trump. And but he has his tax cuts. So who cares if you like the guy or you don't like the guy? It's apolitical. It's what the law says. Why not take advantage of it? Yeah. Why not take advantage of it? Right. I mean, I've never really met anybody that says, you know what? I love I love paying tax. In fact, I'm going to actually give them a little extra money this year because, um, you know, they got thirty four trillion dollars in debt. They they could probably go to that. Right. 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 (laughs) Nobody does that. Right. No, no, no. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're making thirty thousand a year or thirty million. Right. Nobody wants to pay more taxes than they have to. Okay. And we know taxes are going to go up. I mean, we had the Jobs Act of 2017, the Trump tax cuts. Some people call them. I don't really care if you like them or no, don't like them. It was a carrot that we all were able to utilize. But the problem that I that keep running into McGraw is is that. The people that we're meeting with and uh, the emails that I get, um, no one's, they're not taking advantage of it. I mean, you can go over $400,000 this year as a married couple over 65 of income and still be in the 24% tax bracket. Go back to 2017, you were in the 25% bracket over about a hundred grand. What were you in the 350 bracket? What was that bracket? Uh, you were in the uh, 37%. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's I mean, a good 12, 13% it, I mean, the difference. Max, the max bracket was 43.4% with the Medicare surtax. Then you threw the state of Missouri on there. You're at 50% tax, you know, in the force. So this is a huge carrot. I'm not saying you got to take your income to 400 grand. Right. What I'm saying is, is if you, over the last, Almost seven years. If you haven't taken advantage of this opportunity, you have missed out. You had so many opportunities, especially during like the coronavirus of 2020, when the market took a big beating just within a couple of months, and it was back. It was back pretty sure. quick after yeah. that. You missed that little window. Did you miss the window in 22 when the market was down about 20 percent? You know. There are so many opportunities that have presented themselves, and a lot of people aren't taking advantage of it. Just like back in the day when you could do a Roth conversion and spread it over five years or spread it over two years, people weren't doing it. I don't, I, and, and the only reason why I can think that people weren't doing these things is their advisors weren't telling them like they should. Well, yes, because people are listening to this saying, wait a minute. I'd like to take advantage of those things. What am I, how do how do I take advantage of those things? Exactly. And that's where the advisor comes in. And yes, and that's that's where my workshops come in just to show you things. We're not going to point out that oh you missed all of this stuff, right? You already know you missed it, right? right. What are we going to do about it? You have 24 and you have 25. 2024 and 2025 under these tax cuts right now, you have the opportunity two more years. Before taxes go up. And then they sunset. And they sunset. They go back to 2017. Now, I can't tell you if they get extended or not. 
Well, that means okay. somebody would have to agree on something in Washington. They would, and and, and I don't think they've agreed in. Uh, well, we haven't seen Bart Partisan in, in a very very long time. <laughs> they don't even know. They, they can't even agree on what day it is in Washington. Yeah, I mean it's, but but we can't dictate our plan on Washington, right? You got to dictate your plan on your own situation, and my job, I think, as a fiduciary, is to show you what this looks like for your given situation. And McGraw, we do this at no cost, no obligation. And it's not because we're a nonprofit organization. We're a for-profit organization. We do this because selfishly, I'm going to tell you, selfishly, we like to interview people. And this is the best way I've found that we can interview people to see if we want to work with them or not. And by the end, if none of us want to work with each other, it's not a big deal you already know exactly what you could be doing to fix your situation, and there's no cost to right. you. And, and, and if it works out and we all want to work together, great. If you want to work with us and we don't want to work with you, that's okay. If you don't want to work with us and we want to work with you, that's okay. You still see the plan. right? And these workshops are very non-threatening. It's a way to sit in there and just sit back and listen to what's going on. You don't have to ask any questions if you don't want to and see what's going on. But I don't want people to get to 2026 and find out that they had nine years that they could have been doing something about their tax problem and not doing anything about it. Yeah, it's it's um, it's interesting you say um, uh, all of that because uh, we often say when you when you walk down that road to start, hey, you know, maybe I should start being a little proactive in my taxes, and you ask your financial advisor, hey, what do I do with taxes? And he says, talk talk to your accountant. And you're like, okay, well, he tells me to talk to my accountant. My accountant really is not talking to me, so uh, I'm not retiring for another four or five, six years. I don't worry about it. It's amazing to me that you still put your head in the sand because you've pointed out time and time again in these seminars, show you a little proactive will save you all sorts of money going forward because this is the time you have time on your side take advantage of it and if you see this impending tax increase coming up in 2027 why wouldn't you want to take advantage of it now exactly i mean i'll just pick on one stock for right now and folks this is not a ploy for you to go buy this stock i'm not saying it's a good company i'm not saying it's a bad company i'm just going to point it out and there's lots of stocks that have done this i mean you go back to uh, September time frame of the year 2022, just not too long ago, right? Yeah. A year and a half ago or so. Look at Facebook. Facebook was selling for like 120 bucks a share. I believe it dipped into the 90s, if yeah. I remember correctly. It's sitting at 470 dollars a share right now. Okay, so let's say it was 100 bucks. It's almost 500 bucks. It's almost five times the amount of where it's at. Again, it's not saying go buy Facebook. I'm not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is, is what if you had 20 grand in Facebook and it was in an IRA and you're like, you know what? Let me convert that Facebook stock to a Roth IRA. Still have the same amount of shares. I just moved the shares over to a Roth IRA, 20,000 bucks. It might be worth about $100,000 now. So you had an option you could have paid tax at $20,000, moved it over to the Roth. Now it's sitting at 
close to $100,000, five times the amount of where it's at, and you'll never, ever pay tax on that again. As long as you satisfy that five-year rule or 59 and a half, whichever is greater, it's 100% tax-free. And it will not cause tax on Social Security like it would have if you would have just pulled it out of your 401k or right. your IRA. Okay. It's amazing why Roth conversions are so controversial in your industry. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because um, Calvin and I were having a talk about this today. And he goes, you know, it's so much easier doing Roth conversions with these ta- Trump tax cuts. I'm like, yeah, because you can go way up there. And he goes, what are we going to do? <laughs> He's like, what are you going to do when we get to 2026? I said, we're going to do exactly the same thing we've been doing, right? It's just the amounts aren't going to be as large as they are today because taxes will be higher. But it all still, the planning's still the same. The amounts might be a little bit different. He goes, it's going to be harder for, you know, newer advisors doing this. I said, no, not really. The thing is, is it's going to be the same thing that we're doing. We're just going to maybe do it at a smaller scale. But depending upon the amount of money that's sitting in 401ks and IRAs, we'll still dictate that. Even if that person that converted that Facebook was paying 40% tax on that 20000 bucks, and they had to pay eight grand to do it, right? Well, let's say I have a savings account with eight grand. I go pay it. I still took my 20 to 100. Right. And now it's tax free. And now, let's say I'm only in the 12. I'll just say, let's just make it up and say I'm in a 12% tax bracket later on. Well, I'd much rather pay 12% on $100,000, um, but now I don't even have to pay the 12% on 100000 because it's 100% tax-free because I got it all out at eight grand. So then if you look at it and say, now it's 100 I paid eight to do it, it cost me 8%. So even if I was in the 12% bracket, I'm still lower. Right. That's Kevin Lloyd. Hold that thought. The seminar is February 20th at the office, 141 and Highway 40. For a seat reservation, 314 We'll come back, talk more about how you can take advantage of Trump's tax cuts uh, and incorporate it into your own plan. All of that coming up straight ahead. Big 550 KTRS. McGraw Millhaven here, Big 550 KTRS, February 20th. Get to uh, phone, get to the website, make your um, make a reservation, make sure you have a seat for the tax seminar, February 20th at Kevin's office, 314-641-1010, or the website whenretirementhappens.com. Um, so uh, Roth conversions, uh, how hard is it when you sit down with somebody and say, okay, you have to pay 24% today, but you're going to save yourself 30 or 40% tomorrow. And the person says, yeah, but I don't want to pay taxes either. I don't want to pay taxes now. I don't want to pay taxes then. So I'll, I'll put my head in, in the sand and just hope that uh, I don't have to pay taxes in the future. You could do that. It's hope's not a plan. Right. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't think that anybody should make any decisions on any sort of planning unless you actually have a plan. Right. It has to be forward projected so you can see it. I mean, yeah, there's no reason for you to convert your 401k money or IRA money over to a Roth IRA if you truly are going to be in a much, much lower tax bracket down the road. That makes sense. But how will you know if you're going to be in a higher or a lower percent tax bracket if no one's actually ever shown you what it's going to look like? I mean, you think about it. I mean, your advisors, you're sitting down with your advisor. You're going over your plan. I mean, isn't it nice that he's projecting out 
what your income is going to be, what your forced required minimum distributions are going to be, and then they show you what your tax bill is going to be based upon current assumptions year after year. I mean, but if you're not getting that, you'll have no idea if it even makes sense to do any of these conversions or not. All right. But you have to really make sure that it's done correctly because, see, if you do it all correctly, there's a good chance that your Social Security is going to be tax-free also. Now we know in the state of Missouri, which is like Illinois now, no matter what your income is, your Social Security is going to be 100% tax-free in Missouri no matter what. Okay? Now, can it be taxed at the federal level? Absolutely. But you got to work within the confinements of the provisional guidelines to get it to the point where you're not paying tax on it. So if you now have this 401k, which is now a Roth IRA, never going to be taxed again as long as you satisfied the rules, and you have Social Security coming down, and it's 100% tax-free, now no matter what happens with taxes, if they go down or if they go up, really doesn't make any difference because you're not paying any tax at all. But you can't make any decision on what you should do unless someone actually spent the time with you and showed you year by year of what this is going to look like. And you can't just do it once. you got to consistently do it. And I'm not saying that, oh, i got a million bucks in a 401k. You just got to move from a million bucks to a Roth. Right. That probably would not be a, a good scenario. I mean, there might be some reason why you would do that, but I can't think of one off the cuff right now. But it might make sense to say, oh, maybe I take 150 grand of that for the next few years and do it. Maybe 200 grand, maybe 300. It all just depends upon that person's situation. But the amount of tax that you pay today on the conversion better be less than the amount of taxes that the future is going to hold if you didn't do it. Okay, which is my next question. Okay, let me ask you this question. Uh, 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 Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, Mr. Smarty Pants. Uh, you know what? I, I don't care what you say. They're not going to raise taxes in the future. They're going to somehow figure out a way to keep these Trump tax cuts the way they are. Why do I have to worry about um, future tax? It's still going to be the, uh, the same. I'll wait since, the, since I think the tax is going to be exactly the same in the future. Why worry about it today? Why pay today when I can just pay it tomorrow? Yeah, why not? Why, why would I do this when I'm actually getting growth on my tax deferral and I'm not paying the government so my money's growing much, much faster as if I were going to pay the tax? Yeah, no, I get it. I understand all of that. Um, it's not going to happen. They won't stay the same. Why? Look in the past. It's never stayed the same. It's always changed. Um, looking into the future, and, and though we have 34000 or $34 trillion in debt, okay, in my personal opinion, it's a very large amount of money, but it's not really causing us that big of an issue right. at this point in time. One day it will, but right now it's not causing us that, that big of an issue. But I want you to look at this on a on a different front, and we kind of touched on it last week or the week before. Um, taxes are a big subject when it comes to political. Um, when when there's a presidential candidate, right. the taxes are a big big part of that, and and amongst some other things as well. But it's not probably it's not going to be this race, and we haven't really even seen it. Um, it could be the next one. If not, it'll probably be the most likely the one after that. So 32. Yeah, someone's going to run on the platform, and we're all going to buy into this. Well, some of us are going to buy into this. Our debt is so high. We need to do something about it. 
Well, you know what that means, higher taxes. Right. And that person most likely will win, and your taxes are going to go up. If we go back to the Bill Clinton era taxes, we were paying 28% tax for a married couple over 50 grand. <laughs> it's 400 and like 16,000 right now for a married couple over 65 for 24%. Okay. We didn't see it because incomes grew so much in the 90s, and we're seeing that wage growth right now. I mean, people are making a lot more money today in salaries than they did 10 years ago. Right. And a lot of times, unfortunately, they have to get those raises by switching careers. I see it all the time. Sure. And that's the only way people are getting raises. And so someone's going to run on this platform. We're going to buy into it. They're going to get elected. Your taxes are going to go up. And then you're going to look back. If that's 2032 or what have you, you're going to look back and say, you know what, McGraw and Kevin, they were talking back in 2020 and 2021 and 2025 and 20, saying they should, we should probably take advantage of this. We can only blame ourselves at that point, but we can also blame our advisors for not giving us the advice or we can blame our accountants. But ultimately, the blame actually relies on us as the individual that owns these accounts and has to pay the taxes. No one likes paying taxes. Taxes are good. They pay for the things that we need. Um, but I don't see our country um, getting out of um, this by uh, lowering our budget, I guess you would say. I mean, that's the problem that we have. Cut spending. Cut spending. I mean, that's the problem we, all Americans have. Right. I mean, not all, but majority of Americans have. I mean, I just read the article the other day where credit card delinquencies are actually increasing now. What does that mean? That our spending hasn't stopped. Right. And everybody thinks that if I make more money, my problems are going to go away. No, you're just going to have more problems <laughs> because all you're going to do is put yourself further and further and further into debt. And that's what our country has done. We have to get down, even as an individual blue, bluegrass efforts, you've got to understand your budget and you've got to live within your budget. I shared with you um, one of my clients that never made more than 30 grand in his life, and that was the height of his career. Yeah, I love these stories. million. Dollars. And I see people making 100, 200, 300,000 a year that don't even have a million dollars. And here's this guy that didn't even make it but one year, 30 grand. And he has a million dollars and none of it was inherited. Okay, folks, he saved it. Why? Because he lived within his means. We as a, as a uh, population have this urge for instant gratification and we don't, we don't save for these things and, and we overspend and that's what our country has done. And we can't live within this budget. I can be on a rant about this for a very, very long time and I'm not <laughs> going to do it folks, but I just want to get to the point of saying, even if you did a bad job at saving, if you can figure out a plan that eliminates taxes or significantly reduces them, it can help save some of our issues with not saving enough money for retirement. So when you sit down with a client and you're talking to them about taking advantage of Bush's tax or uh, Trump's tax cuts and you say, look, here, here, here's a likely scenario with your numbers. You've got X now. Let's talk 2030. Okay. And 2030, you're going to have this and you're going to take this out and this and, and, th and your tax bill is going to be this. However, if you do it now, if you do this and this now, come 2030, this will be your tax bill. 
right? I mean, that's yes. that's how detailed you get with this stuff. And, and there's a major difference. And I, I know this doesn't sound like it, but there's a major difference between just looking at today's taxes and looking at 2017's taxes. Big noticeable difference between the two. We kind of talked about the brackets earlier. But I will still tell you, 2017 taxes were not that bad, considering what we had previous years. Okay, So we still can work within those confinements, but why do we want to go another five years and not do something when we could have done it today, and now it's in a tax-free position, and the accounts are much greater than where they are today? Because if we don't do it, now the accounts have five years of growth in them, and the problem just got bigger and bigger. So we got to have a plan and we have to look at this. Again, you need somebody who is going to spend the time with you year after year, come up with a strategy, but you can't do anything. You can't buy any products. You can't do any advisory accounts. You can't do any of this stuff until you actually see it all projected out year by year. And there has to be a noticeable difference for you to do a Roth. I mean, there's a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, there's, there's occasions that it doesn't make sense for someone I work with to do a Roth conversion. So your clients come in, they you sit down, you come up and you say, it's not going to work for you. It, it doesn't make sense in your situation. Yeah, but The next guy comes in, you look around, you're like, oh, you're a perfect candidate for a Roth conversion. Yes, though, here's the thing. I don't want you to take my word and just say, you're a good candidate or you're a bad candidate. Help me understand why. Why did you come up with this conclusion that I should or shouldn't do it? And that's where the details got to come in. And I know that can get kind of boring, but you have to see the details. We don't want to just take people's words for it. We want to see why does it make sense for me to do this or why does it make sense for me not to do this? And here's the reason why it would not make sense for you to do this, because you're truly going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement and the benefit wasn't going to help you. Or you can actually pull money out of your traditional IRA. Though it's taxable, you won't pay tax. Right. And and that's a lot of the reasons why we have minimums for the people that we work with of a half a million dollars is because at certain dollar amounts, taxes won't really be that big of an issue. Okay. Um, so that's why we don't work with people that have 50,000 or $200,000. It's because a lot of times the tax strategies that we utilize wouldn't really be beneficial for people, but I still think that people need the advice. Right. And I'm always happy, like if someone came in and they had less than that, I'm always still happy to give them my time when sure. we sit down and, and talk about that. Yeah. Um, but, but folks, again, go to your advisor and ask them to project your taxes 2024 through 2045, 2050, whatever you'd like. Right. And see what their response is. <laughs> I'm not an accountant. You'll have to talk to your accountant. Or that's going to take me a lot of time. And you do this every day. Yeah, I mean, it's something that you have to do. Right. Right. I'm, I'm constantly projecting forward taxes for my clients. I mean, multiple times throughout the years because a lot of things can change. And so we can't make any decisions without the facts. And if we're not informed about what's going on, we can't make an educated decision. Right. And so when you, and you haven't mentioned it here, but it's all part of that 401k um uh, re- required minimum distribution. Once you hit that certain age, they're going to force you to take out money. I don't need it. They're still going to force you, which then is going to force taxes onto you that you don't want. Right. All, all part of that impending doom that's out there that no one's letting you know. 
Yes. I was talking to an accountant the other day and I said, um, did you ever, have you ever done like forward looking proactive tax planning for the clients that you've worked with? It's like, yes. You know, we get to sit down with the clients and we got to project their quarterly estimates. I said, so you, so quarterly estimates, usually that's kind of reactive based upon a P&L statement, right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, so that's not forward looking. And, and uh, so then I hear, well, we do donor advised funds. I'm not going to go into the details of all that, but you get a deduction because the money's going to ultimately go to a charity. Okay. That's not tax planning. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that it, it can be some form of tax planning, but that's not really tax planning. You got to project this out year by year, look and see where it's at and get to the point where we're saying we're, we are a hundred percent confident that we are paying the lowest amount of taxes that we need to pay. And if you're not 100% confident that you know that you're paying the lowest amount of taxes, go find somebody. I don't care if it's us or not. Go find somebody that you feel like you can trust that can walk you through all of these things. Right, yeah, because it's it's that impending doom. You're you're walking down the street with an anvil over your head, and you don't know it. Right. Because yeah. when when they start making you take money out, they're starting to, that's going to trip taxes. And if you're not paying attention... Uncle Sam's paying attention. They're definitely, uh, Uncle Sam was very smart when they came up with the 401ks and the IRAs. I'm going to give you this little bit of deferral later because I know you're going to be in a higher tax bracket if you're a good saver. And we're going to get a heck of a lot more money from you down the road. And when your spouse dies, oh, we're going to get even more money because the brackets change. Hold that thought. That's Kevin Lloyd. He's got a tax seminar coming up February 20th. If this makes sense, if you'd like to find out more, uh, just sit and watch Kevin work his magic at the whiteboard. February 20th, he has a couple of seats left, 314-641-1010. You can call now. Operators are not standing by. They're enjoying the weekend, but you can call Monday morning, 314-641-1010, or the website, whenretirementhappens.com, February 20th, that next seminar. Kevin Lloyd, I'm McGraw Millhaven. Back in a moment, Big 550 KTRS. Kevin Lloyd, McGraw-Millhaven here, Big 550, KTRS. February 20th is that tax seminar out at uh, the office. We're talking about President Trump's tax credits. Um, you know, the other thing you were mentioning about uh, Trump's tax credits versus tax credits, people talk about taxes all the time. On the show, we get phone people calling back complaining about taxes and this and that. Really, ultimately, we're arguing about something we know very little about. Most people, you're correct, yeah, yeah. tax cuts, right? Yeah. Um, wow, it, it, Taxes are complicated. They are I mean, extremely complicated. I mean, trust me, I don't know all this stuff, right? I mean, I mean, it's it's too hard to find somebody who's going to do all this stuff. In fact, I will go out on the limb and say that most of the politicians that put together all these things probably didn't even put them together and probably don't even know actually what's in these things when they pass them, <laughs> all right? Because they all put the little things in there that they want, and that's all they really care about. Right. And I mean, It's in some back room in some think tank or some something, and... They oh you want a tax cut they they pull it out and they put it they stamp it here and they go here you go well, here's something here's they did the back in the Roosevelt days let's see if this works today you know I mean I mean come on folks um, I know enough in the area that I work in right um, you ask me about solar panels and tax credits and stuff like that I, honestly I don't know those things um, I'm not that person right but I have three accountants that work for me and. They know those things. Right. And so so I know enough 
that when I know I need help, I will ask for help. Well, or but if that's, I got to research and I'm fine. That's the difference between a forward-thinking tax strategist like yourself and an accountant. An accountant is really good at, oh, wait, you bought the solar panels. You can get 25 cents off every dollar you sent, right? But you're forward. You're, you don't do what they do. That's that's why, why, why people get confused. People think accountants are forward-thinking tax strategists. They're not. They're not. You yeah, are. Definitely. And so you're you're thinking what's happening in 2030 and 2040. It's so easy to be a Monday morning quarterback. Right. Because you can blame everything on everything else, right? right. Um, when you're doing forward-looking proactive tax planning, you really got to know what's going on. And you have to paint the picture an honest picture. Okay, folks, first, right? Paint the picture to show what this is really going to look like down the road. I can easily tell you what happened last year, and I can tell you all the things that you could have done. Right. But there's nothing you can do now. So why would anybody – I don't even care about going down that road. I'm, I mean, I'm forward thinking. Let's look at today and move forward. I can tell you who won last year's Super Bowl. But I – Right, it's a really smart person to predict next year's Super Bowl. Yeah, so now if you ask me that question, honestly, I have no idea who won last year's Super Bowl. <laughs> it was the Chiefs. Oh, was it the Chiefs? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thinking Baltimore for some reason. I don't know why, but I, but I was. Well, that. but the point is though, they're they're they. You're looking into the future. Yeah. They're looking into the past. Yes, and that's what we got to do. And most of us spend our lives in the past. And you know, and when you're doing preparation, you're spending it in the past. But wouldn't it be nice before the end of the year, someone said, hey, you know what? If you did this, you won't pay any tax at all next year. In fact, you won't pay it for the next 15, 20 years. You won't pay it for the rest of your life because you did this. We're not talking about um, evasion. Okay? Right. We can go to jail for that kind of stuff. Right. We're talking about tax <laughs> avoidance strategies. You know, if I go across a toll bridge and I don't pay the toll, I'm probably going to get a ticket, right? Uh, but I can sometimes go out of my way a little bit to a free bridge and take advantage of that opportunity. All right. Let me ask you this, this question. We only have a couple minutes left. So uh, Stuart at Stuart's American Mortgage, right? He has a mortgage company. He doesn't charge any fees. And at the end, when they go to the closing, he often gets customers, clients who say, wow, I didn't pay any fees. And Kevin and, and Stewart says, Yeah, I've been telling you that from the word go. <laughs> when 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 you have a client and you go through the plan and you show them how they're not going to pay taxes, in the future, when they sit down and you hand them their tax and they and you show them how they didn't pay taxes, do they say, Hey, you I'm, I didn't pay any taxes this year? Like no. they're shocked, but you had already told them this is what we did, so they didn't have to pay taxes. Well, McGraw the first year they still don't believe sometimes like what do you mean i don't i'm not paying tax remember all the planning we did up to this point you're in the point where you're never going to pay tax again right but i i need to pay tax well do you want to just give it to the government you can if you want to but no seriously you don't pay any tax right, right? and then the next year goes by and still you know not real sure and then the next year they'll get Okay, you actually, this is no tax. I actually believe this now. I mean, it, it's weird how it works, and and uh, but a lot of people, and this is funny too, because a lot of people think that they don't pay taxes, um, 
because they don't have to write an additional check in right. April for the year before, or they get a refund back. Right. But you might have paid in fifteen grand and get a two thousand dollar refund in, but you still paid a thirteen grand in tax. Folks. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about no payments in, and no payments need to go in the next year for the year previous. Okay. Right. We're saying that you're at that point where you're just not paying tax. Not everybody can get there, folks. But a lot of people can. And even the people you get there, it takes them two or three years to truly understand yes. that they're not paying taxes. I know. It's funny. It's funny. I mean, they believe me, but it's just it's just like once why, you why, show them, I don't pay tax. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and then there might be some few years in there when we're saying, OK, you're going to be tax free that something happened. Like, like I'm telling you, these CDs are going to kill people this year because of all the taxes and interest that are going to be from the interest that's owed. A uh, few years it. I owe 20 bucks, you know? Right. Okay. Still virtually, I look at that as no tax. Right. But yeah, it is tax of 20 bucks. Um, <clears throat> but you got to have a plan. If you don't have a tax plan, you don't have a financial plan. And if most advisors are telling you to go see your accountant, they're telling you that they don't know how to do a financial plan. The bottom line is this. we got a minute left. You only have a few more years to take advantage of these low tax environment we're you in. You have this year and you have next year. When then we go back to 2025, when you're paying 25% tax over, depending upon where inflation and everything is, is maybe uh, anything over 120, 125,000 bucks. That's why you call Kevin Lloyd. What are you waiting for? Wait for the seminar February 20th, or better yet, uh, bypass the, the seminar, make an appointment, have a conversation, and sit down and start planning forward thinking tax strategies. Even for the people who are in it, it's hard to believe. And, yes, it's hard to wrap your head around. Go see what everyone's talking about. Kevin Lloyd and the advisors at Legacy Wealth Advisors, 314-641-1010, 314-641-1010, or the website, whenretirementhappens.com. February 20th is the seminar. Operators are on duty Monday morning. Kevin Lloyd, have a good rest of the weekend. So long. Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. We'll be back Monday morning bright and early here on the 550 KTRS. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners.